Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm AWOD. You're listening to the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. Of course, we officially turn the page in the NFL season from week eight to preparing preparing for week nine with Thursday night football tonight and then an unbelievable slate of NFL games on Sunday starting bright and early at 9.30 a.m. from Frankfurt, Germany with the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Miami Dolphins. Every Thursday on this show, Michael Phillips joins us for a little crosstalk, and we each cancel a franchise. A canceled team means that Michael or myself believe that team has no chance of winning the Super Bowl this season at the end of the year. Whoever has the best team remaining has a chance to win the competition. We will catch up with Drab T-shirt from the Sports Junkies for Don't Sleep on These Picks. Don't Sleep on This segment every Friday at 12.45. We missed last Friday because of my pickleball competition, so we'll do that today at 12.45. Don't sleep on this segment presented by Don't Sleep Energy. Head to don'tsleepenergy.com today and use the promo code AWOD Radio. Commanders, a ton of rumors. And, of course, we'll be breaking those down throughout the show today. But the big one, Bill Belichick. His name floated out there by Mike Florio as an option for the Commanders next season, saying that, He wouldn't be surprised if Josh Harris tried to trade for the future Hall of Fame coach. Michael Phillips and I talked about that even months ago, and I think we both agreed if you could get Belichick in here, you have to try to do it, especially if you can get him to run the defense. Um, I don't know that I want him to be the head coach, but if he could somehow convince him to take a step back and be the defensive coordinator, replace Jack Del Rio, I would all be on board for that, Frank Maloney will join us in studio, talk a little ACC at 1.30, but you guys know how we like to start the show every day, by catching up on anything you might have missed around the sports world. It's not the sports wallet, definitely not the sports phone. It's time for the sports app. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Whoa, are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64 This one, this one. The sports app. So think about this. We start with Major League Baseball. October baseball ends as soon as we get to November, right? Um, So the Arizona Diamondbacks won game one. They had a lead in the ninth in game two. Nope. The Rangers come back and win that one and end up winning the series in five uh, with the Rangers having having a 5-0 lead in the bottom of the ninth. We're able to close it out, uh, but they began the scoring Early on with this RBI single. The 0-1. Swing and a ground ball. Base hit into center field. Seeger into score. Carter is going to be stopped at third as the throw is cut off by Christian Walker. It's an RBI single for Mitch Garver. And the Rangers here in the seventh have taken a 1-0 lead. And then it was Jonah Heim who singled to center, scoring Josh Jung. And the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Base hit out of the right center field. Here comes Young around third. Beasley's going to send him. It goes under the glove of Thomas. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. Racing around to score is low. Stopping at third is Heim. Oh, disaster for the Diamondbacks. And now it is 3-0 Texas. And they would extend that lead to 5-0 with a two-run homer. The pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Well struck. Left field. That one back 
on its way, and it's gone! Home run, Marcus Simeon! And that might be the putaway shot. Simeon a two-run blast, and it is 5-0 Texas. And that was the putaway shot, as here is the final call on ESPN Radio, and the Texas Rangers pop champagne to celebrate their World Series. Here it comes. In there! And that does it! History in the desert! The Texas Rangers, for the first time ever, are World Series champs. And the celebration begins third base side of the mound. The dog pile as they jump up and down out of the dugout, out from the bullpen in right field. The Rangers celebrate. The Texas Rangers are World Series champs. got to feel good for the Rangers and I told you before the World Series began I was rooting for the Rangers because of pitcher Max Scherzer. Here's Max Scherzer after the game talking about beating the Diamondbacks in five games to win the 2023 World Series. You know that's what October is all about you know if you're gonna win the whole thing you gotta play unbelievable for a whole month and that's what we did. You name it pitching offense defense you know base running you name it we found a way to win so many different ways just so proud of everybody on this team. Corey Seager was a big part of the Rangers World Series victory, and here's the shortstop after the game talking about defeating the Diamondbacks to win the World Series. It was definitely a drawing point for me. I, you know, I, I won in LA, and they hadn't won in 30 years, and I saw what it did to a fan base. And when I found out that they had never won here, that was something that intrigued me. You know, to be able to start at the bottom and try and build something and compete, and to be able to do it, you know, it's 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 really satisfying. But it was a uh, a lot of trust, you know, a lot of trust from them to me and me to them and a lot of trust for Marcus to come, you know, a lot of trust for John, a lot of all these guys that came here and had the same vision, you know, it's pretty cool to see it through. Over to the NBA here on the Sports app. And of course, Wednesday is the big day in the NBA. There were a ton of good games last night. I was watching my one and two Washington Wizards taking on the Atlanta Hawks. You could have heard the game right here on 910 The Fan with Dave Johnson. And the Wiz lose to the Hawks 130 to 121. Kyle Kuzma led the way with 25 points, nine rebounds, six assists. But the most Wizards thing ever happened in the third quarter of this game. They trailed by 21 points at the moment. 21 points. They got a steal, and Jordan Poole threw it off the backboard to Kyle Kuzma for an off-the-glass alley-oop lob. And it was just so Wizards. Down by 21. It wasn't a 21-point lob. It was a two-point play. Cut the lead from 21 to 19. And that's what it's going to be this season, it feels like. It's going to be a bunch of Kuzma and Jordan Poole hitting shots and celebrating as the Wiz are down double digits. Last night in the NBA, the Trailblazers got past the Pistons 110-101. to The Raptors... Upset the Milwaukee Bucks, 130 to 111, and the Boston Celtics poured it on the Pacers thanks to 30 from Jason Tatum. They scored 40 in the 44 in the first, 46 in the fourth, put up 155 on the night, winning 155 to 104. The Lakers, LeBron James and the Lake Show had a great battle with the Clippers. 
that went to overtime thanks to LeBron James knocking down this big three-point shot in the fourth quarter. Left baseline. Back to, he's got Zoo on him. That's a matchup LeBron likes. Three-pointer over Zoo. Good. LeBron is he's shaking his head, Michael, like they can't guard me. And they couldn't guard him. for LeBron. Laker lead is eight as we hit the five-minute mark. And LeBron would continue his domination in overtime, getting this dunk assisted by Austin Reeves in overtime. The Lake would go on to defeat the Clips 130-125. to Kawhi driving, loses it. Anthony Davis has got it ahead to Reeves. Reeves to the basket, alley-oop to LeBron! Slam dunk, timeout, Clippers! A perfectly executed alley-oop from Austin Reeves to LeBron. Wow! It is unbelievable what LeBron is able to do at 38 years old. 35 points. 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks of steal, and an overtime victory. The Warriors. Draymond Green talked to reporters about how last season was a joke. Nobody liked each other in the locker room. He said it was tough to come to practice. Well, this year's completely different. They moved on from Jordan Poole. Remember, Draymond and Jordan Poole had that uh, kerfuffle in preseason with uh, them attacking each other. Well, the team feel much better about their roster this year, and Klay Thompson hit this clutch pull-up shot assisted by Draymond Green in the fourth as the Warriors would win a hard-fought battle with the Kings, 102-101. to Curry will walk it up off the screen. Curry at midcourt. They're going to trap him. Feeds over to Draymond. Draymond looks, looks, finds Thompson with three, with two, with one. The jumper's up. Good! Point two to go! Clay Thompson with the bucket! How about that? The Warriors are going to need Clay Thompson to be clutch once again this season. Uh, it feels like, from all the reports, that he's in much better shape than he was last year, of course, recovering from that injury for most of last offseason. And uh, the Dubs get a big win there. Week 9 of the NFL season begins tonight, Thursday night football, with the Titans taking on the Steelers. We'll preview that at 12.30 on NFL Hits. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Always available on the go on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free. It gives you the ability to pause the show, rewind, run some errands, and then pick up right where you left off. And on the Odyssey app, you'll notice Season 2, Episode 2 of the Black and Gold Fan Podcast, an affiliate of the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, as we are proud to be the home for VCU basketball, and every week I get together with my diehard VCU basketball friends, Connor Bailey, who's a season ticket holder, Caleb Jones as well, and Chris Mason, the professor. And so each week we put together a comprehensive explanation of the previous game and a preview for the upcoming game. And so this week we previewed the game against McNeese State that's coming up November 6th. Will Wade's team, he will not be in the building, but I wouldn't be surprised if a few people dress up and pretend to be Will Wade for the game next Monday. Uh, So you can find that on Spotify, iTunes, or the Odyssey app by just searching Black and Gold Fan Podcast. And joining us right now is he does every day at 1215 for a little crosstalk. It's MP on the mic. What's going on, Michael Phillips? 
I'd be disappointed if people don't dress up as Lil Wayne. That's, that's, I mean, great opportunity. You don't get a lot of those. Yep. So we've got a lot to get to here on Crosstalk today. We're going to cancel a team. Michael Phillips is the only sports radio host that's still alive in the Odyssey Survivor Pool. And, of course, I've got to ask him how the Commanders can get a win against the Patriots. Let's roll the tape. Time for Crosstalk on the Fan. If I could just have your attention. It's Crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the Fan. It's like that one 90s movie that everybody loved. What's the name of that movie? It's not Crosstalk, but it sounds like Crosstalk. It's Crosstalk on the fan. Oh, Face Off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is Crosstalk. All right, Travolta, how was the locker room with the Commanders? Yeah, you know, got got to know uh, Casey Tuhill, James Smith-Williams, new defensive ends. Just chatted with uh, Eric Bieniemy out here, a uh, great line from him. He said, we played well enough to entertain people, but not well enough to win. That is a great line. The That's what's so frustrating to me is that if you had the same defensive statistics as last year, right, and you were giving up, you know, 19 or 20 points a game, I, I think this team could be like 5-3 and three instead of 3-5. and five. <laughs> No no doubt about it. They'd have a great record. They we, you know, would have been a totally different discussion around the trade deadline. I, I think they probably still would have moved Chase, but I, I think Montez would still be here. And uh, you know, they, they they could have been difference makers. Could 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 have been, would have been, should have been uh, all those things. But uh, it was not. And they're three and five. And and honestly, it's a tougher schedule in the second half than it was in the first half. I was blown away by the quote that came out from Ben Standig: "Addition by subtraction." Was that just Chase Young, or is that Chase and Montez? I mean, we we both talked about how the do-your-job signs seem to be a direct shot at the defense. Oh, got to be got to be Chase. No no doubt, Chase Young all the way there. Uh, that, that was, uh, yeah, for sure, uh, a very, very interesting uh, quote there, very interesting uh, uh, thing to hear about uh, the team and how they perceive it and how things are. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that, that kind of speaks volumes about where they viewed Chase Young was. Uh, com- coming in, I-, I will note though, Adam, uh, in a in happier news, uh, this is the one year anniversary of Dan Snyder announcing he would sell the team. So uh, we have that going. I love that. So did anyone double down on the addition by subtraction quote? No, Ron. Ron said he was uh, he was unhappy that it that, that that's out there. Um, Jack Del Rio just said he wishes Chase the best. Um, I, I I don't think we'll be hearing much more of that. Although Ron did put his name on it, you know. I I think people were, were oh man, what a, what a crazy quote! How surprising that is. But keep in mind, he said that to Mike Silver when Mike Silver was quote, was was covering the team for the team website back when they were the Washington Football Team. He basically gave him a quote that said Chase freelance is too much, put his name on it. So it, it's not a new critique for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely very interesting, and uh, I'll be of course watching the Commanders game against the Patriots, but also we'll have an eye on Chase Young and Montez Sweat with their new franchises. So each week on the Crosstalk appearance with Michael Phillips, each of us will look back at the weekend of the NFL, and we will cancel a team. Each week, one franchise will be canceled. Turn in your pads and your helmets. Your season is done. A canceled franchise means we believe you have no chance of winning the Super Bowl, and Michael Phillips has canceled the New York Giants, the Arizona Cardinals, the Chicago Bears, the New England Patriots, the Carolina Panthers, the Rams, and the Tennessee Titans. How are you feeling about those canceled franchises? I, I feel great, Adam. Never felt better. Uh, you know, I, we may have a couple playoff teams in there right at that point, obviously. I still got the Broncos on the board. I'm still sitting there wait, waiting to pull the trigger on that. This isn't the week, though. 
Yeah, and it shouldn't be because I think they're on a two-game win streak, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm like. You know, I just I've, I've, I've held back. I, I actually sometimes you feel better about the shots you don't take than the shots <laughs> you do take. All right, is the pick in for this week, Michael? Do 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 do. Uh, the pick is in. Chris, are you ready? Let's go. The Raiders. You're fired. See you later. I know, because you're fired. No, you're fired. And now it is my great pleasure to announce, you are fired! Well, I guess it's time to say goodbye. (laughs) That gets better every week. (laughs) It does. So why'd you cancel the Raiders? Well, they don't have a coach right now. Uh, They have an interim coach. Uh, they don't have an offensive coordinator right now. Uh, apparently, Scott Turner is the interim offensive coordinator. And uh, I guess the less said about that, the better, Adam, for those <laughs> of us who have lived through the Scott Turner era. Anytime you fire a coach in the middle of the season, you ain't winning the Super Bowl. I, I would definitely agree with you there. I have canceled the Carolina Panthers, the Chicago Bears, the Denver Broncos, the Arizona Cardinals, the New York Giants, the New England Patriots, the Green Bay Packers, and of course, I have to stick with my theme. When you lose to a franchise I've already canceled, you, my friend, are fired. The Texans. You're fired. Which means you are done. You better pack it up and get out of here. Get the hell out of here. And I'd like you to get the f- I'm sorry, Houston Texans, but you lose to the Carolina Panthers, and it was the battle of the one number one quarterback against the number two quarterback. I guess Panthers fans can feel good about their draft pick of Bryce Young, even though C.J. Strouds looked much better throughout the season. Uh, but between the two competing, the Panthers got the win, and because of that, the Texans, you're fired. I'm done with you. I've canceled the Houston Texans, Michael. How are you feeling overall about your picks? I'm feeling good uh, about my picks. I'm not, there's none of them that I'm looking back and being like, yeah, they could make a, a late run this season. I'm holding on to the Washington Commanders still also as a team okay. in my back pocket that I, I think they're not going to win a Super Bowl. We know that's not going to happen. Uh, but it would just be so Washington to go on a win streak here and then at the end of the season be like, damn, we could have had a couple really good defensive ends. <laughs> you you, you want to keep a couple teams in your back pocket that will make the playoffs but then lose early so that you can cancel them in the playoffs. Because if you only have a couple teams, you're going to be canceling teams you don't want to cancel. All right, we still have eight teams remaining in our Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool. And unfortunately, that does not include myself, as I was voted off the island week seven after choosing the Buffalo Bills. Michael, I wanted to do this segment on your show, on your crosstalk, but now I, I'm I'm so upset. I want to rig the competition. Like I want to get back in, and I, it's unfair. But I don't care. <laughs> it, it it it's t- it's tough to be out in the first non buyback week when you set the rules before the season about buyback weeks. That that's an ultimate like boomerang cell phone, whatever you want to call it. I I mean it, you you set the rules. You watch all of us take advantage of them, and then that. Boom! right back in your face. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. So the Elite Eight is the voice of God, Zach McHugh, our Odyssey grandmother, Jenny, Rick, Amy, 
Gary Hess, the Czar, Jeff Wicker, Cat Simons making an appearance in the Elite Eight, and your midday host, MP on the mic, Michael Phillips. Who will you be choosing this week? I'm very nervous this week. It's it's not a great board with my selections I've already made. Uh, so I, I don't have 100% confidence here that I'll be hanging around. But I am taking the New Orleans Saints to beat the Chicago Bears at home. Uh, I, I, they're favorites. They're at home. That's, that's a tough place to play. Uh, Montez Sweat's coming to help the Bears out. Uh, the, the Saints' defense scares scares me, uh, or the Saints' offense scares me. Yeah. Uh, but but the Saints' defense is very good. Uh, hopefully, they can hang on, white knuckle this thing. Get me to next week. I, I start. You know, I'll, I'll take a deep breath. I, I like that pick, and uh, the way Taysom Hill played last week was incredible. He had nine carries, 63 yards, two touchdowns, also threw the ball, one completed pass for 44 yards. So it's less about Derek Carr and more about the ultimate football player, the fullback, running back, and quarterback, Taysom Hill. I, the ultimate fantasy player. Slot him in at tight end, get all the points for all the other things. I've, I've ridden him to victory many a week in fantasy. Michael, great stuff, man, and I'll see you tomorrow. I look forward to it. Be in studio. It'll be fun. Sounds good. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. And Despite the fact that the Commanders lost Montez Sweat and Chase Young via trades, they do have a game this Sunday. It feels like everyone's just talking about the trades and the future of the franchise and when Ron Rivera will be fired. Could Bill Belichick be the next coach? Is Eric Bieniemy going to not be, you know, going to get an opportunity? Is Sam Howell our franchise quarterback? There's so many questions, but not many people are talking about the game this Sunday in Foxborough against the 2 and 6 New England Patriots. We'll break that down at 1 p.m. on the Richmond Commander the, with the question of the day being, would you like Bill Belichick to come to Washington next year? Remember, the Patriots did sign Bill to a huge extension, basically saying, hey, we control his rights and where he will coach next season. If you want him, you'll have to trade for him. And there was a report that came out yesterday by Mike Florio uh, but I, I do think that this is more of a rumor than something that's accurate. You know, obviously, it's big news anytime there's something mentioned, including Bill Belichick moving on from New England. But I think a big part of why it went so viral is because well, Washington plays against the Patriots. And Josh Harris, who's gone to every game, will be in New England for this game against the Patriots. And maybe he would take some time to speak with Bill Belichick before or after this weekend's contest. But right now, it's time to catch you up on all the latest around the National Football League here on NFL Hits. Every regular season matchup, every head coach on the hot seat, the hit stories in the NFL, NFL Hits on A1 Radio. And just like the read says, every coach on the hot seat, which means we've got to talk about Josh McDaniels, who is not on the hot seat anymore. He's fired. It took just 28 games for Josh McDaniels to lose his job in the NFL with the Vegas Raiders. Owner Mark Davis announced it's time to move the team forward. And here are a few candidates that could take over the Raiders head coaching gig next season. Frank Smith is the offensive coordinator for the Dolphins. He's a top 10 
uh, offensive coordinator and having an MVP candidate season with his quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. Rich Biscaccia is the special teams coordinator for the Packers. Brian Flores, defense coordinator for the Vikings. Dan Quinn, OC for the Cowboys, the former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Ben Johnson, we're seeing his name thrown around there a lot because of how exciting the Lions offense has been. No head coaching experience, but I've even heard his name thrown out there for the Commanders next season. So those are a few options for the Vegas Raiders as they will be playing this weekend without their head coach against the Giants and without Jimmy Garoppolo. It will be the rookie taking control, Aiden O'Connell, for the Vegas Raiders against the New York Giants. But, of course, each week on this show, Thursdays at 2.45, we give out AWOD's Certified Game of the Week. And, Stubb, I, I love how this segment's growing. I've got people tweeting me throughout the week. A few friends of mine, when they see me, they say, AWOD, what's your Certified Game of the Week going to be? What game are you guaranteeing that football fans around the country are going to enjoy? Well, there are four three-star games. Four different three-star games this weekend. You can't pick them all. Can't pick them all. We start at 9.30 a.m. Give me three stars, Stub, for the Dolphins against the Chiefs from Germany. I mean, this is an excellent matchup here. I'm going to absolutely be getting up early Sunday morning to watch this. I've slept through, I'm going to be honest with you, I've slept through the London games. Right, we had the I think the Jags played the you know the the Ravens played. I slept through those. It was the Toy Story one. It was the Toy Story that one. Was, yeah, I, I thought it was stupid. Moved past it. Um, but I will absolutely be up 9:30 a.m. Kansas City's picked a win by a point and a half. That's how close it is. I expect it to be a high-scoring shootout, uh, but hopefully also a very entertaining game. But I'm not going to pick that as my certified game of the week. It's too obvious. And also. How can you pick a certified game of the week that's before 12 noon, right? That's like, that's just not cool, dude. Yeah, I'll be asleep. Yeah, you I will. will. <laughs> I know. You're, my robot producer doesn't get up until 11. Um, Seahawks at the Baltimore Ravens. This is an excellent game from M&T Bank Stadium. The best of the 1 o'clock games. Baltimore's picked a win by 6. I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. It's a battle of quarterbacks between Geno Smith and Lamar Jackson. I mean, I'm really going to say that this is going to be a three-point game. Either Justin Tucker wins it with a field goal at the buzzer uh, or the Seahawks get a defensive stop and win by three. But that is going to be an excellent game, and it, it is in line to be my certified game of the week. Next up, we look over to the 425 game. This should be your Monday Night Football game. They should have flexed out the Chargers at the Jets. Nobody wants to watch that bullcrap. But this is Cowboys at Eagles from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Eagles have a chance to take a commanding two-game lead on the division. But if they lose this game, the Cowboys are right on their behinds. They'd move to 6-2, and two, and the Eagles would move to 7-2. and two. I think the Cowboys can steal this game. I didn't think the Eagles looked very good against Washington. Jalen Hurts does not look, appear to be 100%. And the Philadelphia Eagles defense has a lot of big names on the defensive line. And then their secondary, they've got Darius Slay. But they've been giving up way too many points this season, including twice they let Washington score 31. Twice they let Washington score 31 points on them. So uh, this Eagles defense has a lot of hype but has not been living up to it, in my opinion. That's absolutely in line to be an AWOD certified game of the week, three-star game. 
But our last one of the four three-star games is Sunday Night Football. Your rematch of last year's divisional round of the playoffs where the Bills hosted the Cincinnati Bengals but couldn't get a win amidst the snowy conditions. Well, this weekend they will travel to Cincinnati, Ohio to face off against the Bengals looking for revenge from that playoff loss. Your Bills are 5-3. and three. The Bengals 4-3 and three and 2-1. and one. At home this season, this is going to be an awesome quarterback matchup. Joe Burrow's finally healthy, and his Bengals are on a three-game win streak. Three decent wins. Cardinals game, obviously they have to win that one, but it's on the road. They win 34-20. Then they host the Seattle Seahawks, get a hard-fought win 17-13. Then they go to San Francisco and whoop up on the Niners 31-17, a double-digit victory against one of the hottest teams in the NFL coming into that game. So the Niners lose to the Bengals. They've won three straight. But I believe it's the Buffalo Bills that will get revenge on their playoff loss last year against Cincinnati. But you're going to have to be listening to AWOD Radio here at 245 to find out which of these four games I select as AWOD's certified game of the week. You're listening to the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, if you want to chime in, phone lines are open. We'd like to make this the most interactive radio show as possible. It's 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. You can always tweet me throughout the show at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Don't sleep on this next segment. It's Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. We'll catch up with Drab T-Shirt. The producer for the Sports Junkies coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new Sports Radio 910, the fan now at 105.1 FM. Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders, the Virginia Tech Hokies. Every football game can be heard on 910, the fan. And VCU basketball with the season beginning Monday, November 6th. Zach Joaquin who covers VCU for the Richmond Times-Dispatch. He'll hop on the show today at 2 p.m. We'll go around the ACC with Frank Maloney from Who's Talking, which you can hear Mondays on 910 The Fan. He'll join me at 1.30. But joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline from the Sports Junkies, it's Drab T-Shirt. What's going on, Drabby? What's going on, my guy? That's how you treat a guest. I was on hold for about two seconds. Boom, on air. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We love having you on. So this is usually a Friday segment, but I was out uh, doing my pickleball tournament, the Pickle Boo, last week. So we'll catch up with Drab mm-hmm. today and Valdez tomorrow. So it really is a competition between you guys of who can have the better segment. <laughs> well, it's no competition. It's like a hammer and nail here, bud. I mean, every <laughs> single week I bring the heat. Valdez is stuttering and bumbling his way through his segments. I'm calling on a landline, crystal clear. Valdez is calling on Bluetooth with his window down. He doesn't treat it seriously. I'm your guy. You know this. All right. Got some big fat winners that we're going to get into, and uh, let's make some money. Let's do it. It's time for Don't Sleep on These Picks. Presented by Don't Sleep Energy. AWOD will be joined by one of the donks behind the glass, Drab and Valdez. He's the sexiest man on the planet. To go through the best college and NFL games of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, Don't sleep on this segment every Friday at 1245 on AWOD Radio. All right, Drab, don't sleep on this. 
I'm interested in watching the battle of the backups this weekend. Josh Dobbs against Taylor Heineke. I mean, I'm all in on this. The unofficial Taylor Heineke fan group on Facebook added me to their to their group chat, and it's pretty oh, funny. They view Taylor as the next Joe Theismann, and you know what? I'm rooting for the kid. I want him to get the win. Well, I'm rooting for Heineke as well, but there's no chance I'm spending any of my time watching that horrific matchup. I, I like Taylor. I hope they, they they win the game, but Josh Dobbs going to the Vikings, I mean, it's going to be an it's going to be that's going to be a more boring game than the Thursday night football game that they're making us watch tonight. <laughs> uh, Adam, what time is that game? Well, that's a one o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah. You're not watching that. You're going to watch Seahawks Ravens. That's the game you're going to watch. I know it's on in Richmond. Uh, Seahawks are five and a half point underdogs. I, the amount of disrespect from Jason Lurch Bishop that <laughs> saying that he was going to put his entire survivor pool on the Ravens beating the Seahawks this weekend. Does he not know the Seahawks are five and two? They can beat anybody. They beat the Lions. They can beat anybody in the NFL. I'm with you. I do think that that's going to be a very close game. The line is Baltimore minus six. I would take the Seahawks uh, to cover six points. I think it comes down to a field goal. Every single week, I make money on Jake Bobo scoring an anytime touchdown prop. Last week, it was plus 750. All the guy does, he's a white wide receiver from the Seahawks. He's 6'5". He's undrafted rookie. All he does every single week is score a touchdown. If you see a Jake Bobo touchdown prop longer than, like, plus 400, plus 500, put your entire mortgage on it, please. All right, let's, let's get to your lock of the week, Drab. I'll go first. My lock of the week is the Cleveland Browns to defeat the Arizona Cardinals. That defense for Cleveland is just so good. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for them. They get five or six sacks, it seems like, almost every game, and they create turnovers. They're going to whoop up on the Cardinals. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I heard great things about Clayton Toon as a backup quarterback in camp. The Browns I watched last weekend, they didn't look very good to me. It's a battle of, of, of backup quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson is a dark cloud hanging over that franchise, not just because of the massage table stuff, but because he's been cleared to play. He's not healthy. I don't know. Did, did the, the Cleveland radio hosts are fighting each other on the air. They want Stefanski fired. The, the whole thing seems, seems a mess to me, Adam. I'm staying away from that. I, I don't like that at all. All right, what's uh, I, your I lock? I can't go with that. I, actually, my lock is I, I think the Saints are just going to hammer the Bears. And I like the Tyson, the Tyson Badgen story. He's a kid from uh, Martinsburg, West Virginia, somewhat local to both of us. But they're going to have to go to the Superdome, eight-and-a-half-point underdogs. I know the Saints haven't been that pretty at times this year, but they have so much talent in the Dome. There's no chance that that awful Bears team who are just – I don't know why they traded a second-round pick for Montez Sweat and they don't have him locked up beyond the season. The whole thing is just is just ugly in Chicago. So give me the give me the Saints minus eight and a half. I know that's a lot of points, but I think the Saints are going to win by fourteen points in this game. I just Bajan just he can't hang with these NFL guys right now. Yeah, no, I, I like the pick. Michael Phillips took it in, in the survivor pool, and there is so much talent on the Saints. I mean, uh, Rashid Shahid had an incredible game. Michael Thomas yeah. is back in the lineup and making catches. What is Drab T-shirts hot take on Taysom Hill? Because he dominated the Colts last week. How old is Taysom Hill? I mean, I, I, how does this guy keep doing this every single week? He's from BYU. He went on a mission. He was already old when he came to the NFL. He's been there for like a decade. I can't believe this guy is still, this gimmicky thing that he does is still working in 2023. I mean, props to him, but can we figure this guy out already? 
I don't think you can figure him out because he can run, he can throw, he can block. He's 33 years old now out of BYU, like you said, and uh, he was just he was unbelievable last week. He single-handedly destroyed the Colts, uh, combining for basically three touchdowns, two on the ground and one big pass through the air for 44 Why yards. Why are they not doing the tush-push with him every, every single time? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but I do have Alvin Kamara in fantasy, and he's been playing uh, excellent since he came back. Uh, from that suspension. Drab, do you have a college football lock? Yeah, my college football lock of the week is Missouri at Georgia. I don't know if I've made a Georgia play on, on this show before, but I always pick them uh, on the Bit Season podcast for some reason. They're 15.5-point favorites against Missouri. But I'm not taking the Bulldogs this weekend. I actually really like the Missouri Tigers. They played Georgia last year at Tiger State or uh, at Missouri. And they almost beat them. They're winning the whole game. They have a, they're seven and one on the year. They're ranked number twelve in the country. They should not be fifteen and a half point underdogs. Do I think Georgia's probably going to win this game? Yes, but it's probably going to be about six, seven points somewhere in there. Brady Cook's a really good quarterback for Missouri. They are very efficient in the red zone. They can score with anybody. So I really like them. Plus, Brock Bowers is still out for Georgia. I just think it, it might come back to bite them. And overall, they haven't been that impressive this season. I know they looked great last week against Florida. This will be a bit of a, a letdown game for Georgia. They'll probably come away with the win, but it won't be by 15 and a half points. Drab, my college football play is also my sports tilt of the week. When are the junkies going to take the Hokies seriously? They've won three of the last four. They're tied nice. for second place in the ACC, and they've got a chance to overtake Louisville this weekend. I've got them getting the win. All offseason, I talked about Kyron Jones being the starting quarterback. And everyone told me, oh, they're going to roll with Grant Wells because of his experience. Grant Wells was so slow, he cost them two games at the beginning of the season. Ever since they've made the change to Jones, the offense has heated up, and defensively, they've got 15 sacks in the last two games. They're going to go to Louisville and get the dub. Hey, I'm with you, man. Drones have been super impressive, and everybody said it was a make-or-break year. Well, I think they're making it. I mean, they're playing really well. There's still a lot of football left to be played, but we're going in the right direction in Blacksburg. I I, I like it where we're headed, and I think in the next few years, as teams like Clemson start to come back to the middle of the pack, um, you know, Florida State's obviously really good. You got a long ways to go before you catch them. But I just really like what the Virginia Tech is doing down there. And uh, yeah, big things. I mean, it's, we're a couple of years into it now, and uh, we're moving forward. So if we get the win, the Hokies get the win this Saturday. I want to hear Coach Pry on the junks next week. You, you got it. That's a drab guarantee. <laughs> All right. I don't throw those out there very often. <laughs> College basketball begins Monday. How are the Zags going to be? And are there any other teams that you have your eye on? Well, I mean, the Zags, that's why I'm a Gonzaga fan. They're, I don't know. I don't think this is our year. We lost my guy, Drew Timmy, who, uh, you know, he's my idol. Drew Timmy, my idol. Everybody knows you, the, the mustache guy from Gonzaga last year. I'm not quite up to speed. I'm hearing great things about Georgetown and early on with them here. Uh, but they got, a, it was Coach Cooley, they got a long ways to go before they can turn it around. I'm most interested in seeing Rick Pitino at St. John's. I've always been a big Rick Pitino fan. Uh, I love those legendary coaches when they come back and rest in peace to Bobby Knight. I mean, what a career. What a, I mean, what, the guy is just a pop, not even a sports icon. He's like a, was a pop culture icon. Everybody knew about Bobby Knight. Everybody had an opinion on Bobby Knight, whether it was controversial or whether you loved him. I love coaches like that. I had a coach in high school that was just like Bobby Knight. He terrorized me. He gave me nightmares. But looking back on it, I mean, one of the most influential people in my life. So I love tough coaches like Bobby Knight. Now, did he go too far at times? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can't do some of those things, especially uh, in you know late 90s, early 2000s that he was doing. 
with the treatment of players, but uh, just a really great basketball coach and an entertaining guy most of the time. Absolutely, yeah. No, great story there and, and thoughts about Bobby Knight. Uh, how about this? So you mentioned Georgetown. I'm not believing the hype. It's going to take a few years uh, for him to get his system and his players. But how about the Georgetown transfer, Dante Harris? Tony Bennett tells reporters that he's among the best on-ball defenders he's ever had at Virginia. Harris was the MVP of the 2021 Big East tournament while he was with the Hoyas. UVA is going to be strong this season, so definitely keep an eye out on the Who's. This is Don't Sleep on These Picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. If you need the energy to stay up and see your late-night pick go up in flames, it's easy. Head over to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code AWOD Radio to save some cash. Your picks might go busto, but you'll be loaded with gusto. Don't Sleep makes me great, makes the boys behind the glass from bit season great, so we love Don't Sleep Energy. Drab, I gotta ask you, what did you think of my pickleball tournament last week when I came in third place, got the bronze medal at the Pickle Boo. I, I was really impressed. You told me you told me first place was ten thousand dollars. You're entering in a, a pro pickleball tournament and you're clean enough. You got third place. I call you to ask you how much of that ten thousand dollars you got and you said zero dollars drab that was for the open division i played in the 3.5 you should have made that more clear when you told your buddy drab t-shirt you were playing in this tournament if you don't know what 3.5 is that means adam played with a bunch of beginners you got third place in the beginner division yeah next year i'm joining the open division for sure that adam is my sports tilt of the week it was going to be jordan Poole throwing the ball off the backboard to kyle kuzma down 20 points but no adam you are my sports tilt of the week <laughs> playing in a 3.5 division step it up next year so you don't think my bronze medal is worth hanging up in the studio <laughs> it's it, you can hang it in the studio to impress people just don't tell them the full story <laughs> just tell them it was a pro pickleball tournament you got third place because if they find that out they won't like you anymore i love that hey, that was a good sports tilt but let's get to the one that you said you were going to mention that is jordan Poole throwing it off the backboard to Kyle Kuzma. I mean, that's exactly what we're going to get from the Wizards this year is both of those com guys combining for 60 or 70 in a double-digit loss. Yeah, it's going to be a slog. Uh, it's just a slog here for, for the Wizards, and it's going to be a long season already. I mean, is it kind of fun to watch, I guess, in a weird train wreck kind of way of Jordan Poole? I mean, that thing what he did with the Celtics and Porzingis on a transition, he's dribbling, turning his back to the basket and dribbling behind his back and then throwing up a three. It, looked like, it looks like church league basketball back in the day or rec league basketball. It doesn't look like professional basketball to me. And you know what? Combined with that, and then then tomorrow I got to watch him in this dumb NBA in-season tournament that makes no sense that nobody cares about. Right now, I'm out on the Wizards. They gotta they gotta impress me, and they gotta start playing hard um, if if they want to get my attention. I'm sorry, I, I I don't care if they lose, but they gotta play hard. They can't be throwing the ball off the backboard. I love how you called it rec league basketball. If Drab T-shirt got the ball with 10 seconds left on the clock in rec league basketball, what move are you throwing at the guys? I'm doing the, the Nick Van Axel. I'm cradling it in my left <laughs> arm as I drive to the hoop and finger roll back up. I got ice in my veins, Adam. Give me the rock. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We got to play hoops again sometime, man. <laughs> 
For sure. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right, man. Good talking to you. Last Thanks time we me. played Around the World. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> hey, we are old. That's, that's officially old if you're playing Around the World. <laughs> oh, my God. All Later. right, man. Talk to you next week. That was Don't Sleep on These Picks presented by Don't Sleep Energy. Need the energy to stay up late? See your late-night picks go up in flames? Stay up and watch West Coast basketball, West Coast football, and, of course, the NBA. Head over to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code AWADRADIO. That's A-W-A-D-D. R-A-D-I-O to save some cash. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD on the fan.